Welcome to the How to Find Your Purpose course from Plato University. If you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means, then this course is for you. Combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking, you'll learn to develop passions into purpose, find out who you really are, how to make an impact in this world, and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life. If you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at Plato.University for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. If you recall in the goal setting episode, the path to purpose is laid out before you in small daily tasks you accomplish every day that add up to your goals and in those goals adding up to your purpose. So a life of purpose is achieved in the practice of taking small daily actions. And you can call this a daily practice. It's a set of habits, actions, and behaviors that you exhibit day in and day out in pursuit of your purpose. And we call it a practice because every day you're trying to improve by just 1%. You're practicing each one of these habits and actions and trying to get better little bit by little bit. So today we're going to figure out what your day-to-day -day is going to look like as you move towards your purpose. You're trying to answer the questions of what did I do yesterday, what will I do today, and what will I do tomorrow? See, oftentimes when we set lofty goals, we set them so far in the future, and they're so large that you end up just procrastinating and never actually getting started with it. You're saying that you'll complete that goal someday. Maybe you've known there's something amazing inside you just waiting to get made, and you've been having this feeling for decades. Whether your dream project is a book, a business, a play for the local theater group, you just haven't done it yet. Whenever some birthday or the new year or some other important milestone rolls around, whenever you take a pause, step back and look at your arc of your life, it occurs to you that this dream, the life you really want to be living, is still there on hold until that someday. And it's easy to see why this happens. You've done other significant things in your lives, things requiring sustained effort and concentration. You've overcome a ton of challenges up to this point, personally and professionally. Somehow, that deep and meaningful work that feels central to your ambitions is the one thing you haven't gotten around to doing just yet. But your dreams only become a reality with consistent action, no matter how small, that is taken every day. And of course, this work is going to be a little difficult. But the difference is, is when you're doing work that's geared towards your purpose, you enjoy the work and will be fulfilled by it now rather than waiting till you succeed someday. So this idea of a daily practice helps you to get started. And it also gives you permission to suck in the beginning because we're just trying to improve a little bit by little bit every single day. We know we're going to take action on this every day, so we don't need to be perfect right in the beginning. See, when you begin putting out the work that's towards your purpose, and in the beginning, you're getting that feeling of like, this is really terrible. I don't want to put it out. Someone has already done this, but better. Am I sure about this? All those things that you start questioning. Tell yourself that this thing you're about to do is going to need a lot of work. And that's okay. Because we have this daily practice in place, we can continue to improve it every day. So allow yourself that shitty first draft to get something, anything down and get it out there. The second thing that having a daily practice does it allows you to train your grit, especially to be at your best when you're at your worst. Because you're taking these daily actions every day, you're training that muscle. And the more you train it, the better you'll get at it. So when you eventually reach a day, and you will, where you're just not feeling up 100% to be actually be taking action towards your purpose, 
you have these daily habits to fall back on that will sustain you to actually getting something that done that day as well. So now you understand why you should have a daily practice, but let's discuss how you can create a daily practice for yourself and what this actually looks like. At the core of any daily practice is something that's really unsexy, but crucially important, and that's scheduling your time. The reality is actually working towards your purpose is going to take some time every day. You need time for work that's established and protected. It's the most effective way to safeguard the time you can devote to creative work, protecting those precious minutes from all of life's other demands. It's also a powerful tool for ensuring that you invest the necessary time in rest and recovery, sharpening your skill set and building your community. And if you've ever wondered how the most seasoned pros manage to juggle all these functions, the answer is getting out a calendar. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to stick to some nine to five schedule that everybody else has told you should be doing. It only tells you that you'll be happier and more creatively fulfilled if you set up a schedule in a way that serves your needs and then most of the time sticking to that schedule. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Pretty good will get you farther over time than you can imagine. Whether this is just a few hours every morning in order to work on your purpose or even just 30 minutes at your lunch break at your normal nine to five job. Keeping a relatively consistent schedule of some kind will deepen and expand your creative output. The more you schedule your work time instead of waiting for inspiration to strike, the better. When you put these things on your calendar as well, you can say no to distractions and interruptions and other demands that are coming from your life. You're creating a sanctuary for your work to be done every day. Now a current example for me in Plato University is every day I have a two to three hours that are scheduled towards working on Plato University. And that's before I do anything else, including working out, working a part-time job, and other demands that are going on in my life. I also schedule one hour in the afternoon. So every day I'm getting at least three or four hours that's aimed towards working towards my purpose. Now I highly recommend if you're able to, to schedule time in the morning that's strictly for doing work that's geared towards your purpose. I've found that I'm most fresh in the morning and the rest of the daily demands hasn't attacked my mind yet. So I'm able to put my best work forward towards my purpose. But for you, maybe you work better in the evening, in which case you might want to schedule time around then. Regardless, I recommend getting out a calendar right now and marking down times every day that you can work towards your purpose. And when you're scheduling the time to be doing your daily practice, you want to spend as much time as possible working on the items that are important, but not urgent, things that you can continuously keep working on and getting better at. This will help you to prioritize things in life. There's a famous four square matrix created by author Stephen Covey that allows you to place the different priorities that are coming in your life into four squares so that you know where you should be working. And in this matrix, there's urgent and not urgent on the x-axis. And on the y-axis, there's important and not important. And your job is to put your priorities in these four squares to understand which things you should be working on. So if it's important and urgent, then you probably need to do it right now. If it's urgent, but really not that important, you want to try and minimize those distractions from your life. And if the task coming up is not urgent and it's not important, then you're trying to completely eliminate those so that you have more time for the things that are important, but not entirely urgent. Now, when you begin scheduling your daily practice, start small. A routine that isn't sustainable isn't a routine. It's useless. The second element to a daily practice is establishing a workspace for you to actually perform that daily practice. You're trying to make this environment as distraction free as possible and most conducive for you actually doing work. 
And the first part of that environment is having a positive headspace, the emotional and mental space you need to put down your other concerns and fully immerse yourself in the design and execution of your vision. Your enemy here is all the psychological clutter that you may have going on. So if you can do things like have hard conversations with other people or use mindfulness and meditation, identify the psychological clutter that is weighing you down and try and clear it out before you get working. This can help you to be more productive in your actual work. So before I start my first work session for the day around my purpose, I spend time doing meditation, breath work, and journaling in order to get my mind as clear as possible so I can focus when I get into my daily practice. Once you've cleared your mental space, then you want to actually clear your physical space and find a good enough space for you actually to conduct your work. Now for everyone, this is going to be a little different, but the main concepts to keep here in mind is find a place that reduces the friction for you actually to get started working. So make sure it has all the supplies and everything that you're going to need to do your work. And it's a space that's distraction free to allow you to do that deep work, full focus and concentration on what you're producing. Something that may help when you are approaching your daily practice is to create a starting ritual for yourself. So as I mentioned earlier, I do breath work, meditation, and journaling before I get into my practice. And I also warm up some water with some lemon and apple cider vinegar before I start my first work session. What this does is it starts to get you in the habit of doing the same thing every day and just leading right into your daily practice. So then you don't need as much momentum and motivation to start doing this every day. And by the time you actually sit down and begin working, within about 10 or 15 minutes, you start to get into the flow of what you're doing and will carry yourself through the rest of that work session. Now, I want to talk about a few daily practice killers and boosters that you're going to come across as you begin setting up your daily practice. In terms of habits that are going to be toxic to your daily practice, the first is the things that you're putting into your body, which you think are helping you cope with the day-to-day, but all of these things that you consume, whether they're food, sugar, caffeine, drugs, or alcohol, they're going to affect your mind and body in some way that's going to affect the amount of work that you're able to do towards your purpose. You know when you're at your peak creative self, showing up the best that you can for yourself and those around you, and this requires you taking care of your mind and body. So stay honest with yourself about what works and what doesn't for you in terms of the things you consume. The second thing is social media. Now, obviously, social media is going to have an important role for connecting with our community and cultivating an audience for our work. But it can also be a major productivity killer and distract you from doing your work. So for now, try to be aware of how much you use social media, how it makes you feel and how it affects your creative productivity. Along those lines is email. If at all possible, try and push off checking your email until you've already done your daily practice and your creative work. Or at the very least, try not to check it until you've attacked the most important thing on your list that you wanted to complete that day. Email is a petition for your time. It's not a demand that you must respond to immediately. Rarely are there mission critical obligations to address between 6 and 8 a.m. And most important, it's up to you to train those in your life when you'll be available to respond and when you will not. So remember, purpose is a lifelong pursuit. We're not going to accomplish it in one day. And as much as we'd like to get there as quickly as possible, that doesn't mean that we should be overworking ourselves every day, trying to cram and accomplish everything in that one day. Pushing yourself to the limit can work here and there when absolutely necessary. A life focused on a lifelong journey of purpose is built through consistency, not by lurching from one outside explosion of effort to the next. It's better to actually learn to rest more often and keep going than outright quit. We're not trying to reach burnout here. There'll be a point every single day when you're in your work that you'll begin to achieve diminishing returns on the things that you're outputting. 
It would actually be better to stop then and pick it up where you left off the next day. And finally, the last practice killer is focusing on the wrong work during that daily practice. Now, sometimes you're not always going to know if you're doing the wrong work, but it's always good to check in with yourself and ask, is the work that I'm doing today actually helping me towards progressing in my goals and eventually reaching my purpose? As much as possible, you want to be working on the most important tasks that will help you achieve those goals. Everything else you want to either delegate or eliminate. Now, in the beginning, this is really hard to do because you have to do everything. But your job is to minimize that as much as possible and focus on the core things that are going to help you achieve your goals. Now, let's talk about some of the practice boosters, the things that are going to actually help you during your daily practice. The first thing is actually learning your craft or learning the skills that are necessary for you to actually achieve your goals and your purpose. You should spend a little time each day learning the skills necessary for you to actually achieve the things that you want. You want to become so good at the fundamentals of your craft that they become automatic and effortless, like breathing, walking, or chewing gum. And that's when you're going to experience the real fun of doing this daily practice because you don't have to focus on them so much and you get to put them to use to actually creating new things in the world. Another practice booster is meditation. This is going to help you clear out that mental clutter and get into better focus. It's also going to help improve your mood, which leads us to the next thing of having a gratitude practice. When we're focused so hard on our purpose and the goals that we have in the future, it can feel right now that our life is lacking. So if we take a moment to be actually grateful for the things that we have in our life and enjoying the journey, being grateful for each step and doing this daily practice, it's going to make it that much more enjoyable. Now, the other side of this is getting your body ready and having it in good health. So we want to do things like have some sort of movement and exercise practice, have good nutrition, proper hydration, and maybe even having a little adventure and play in our movement. You'll be surprised by the better that you take care of your body of how much more productive that you are. Along those lines, one of the biggest things that you can do for your health that's going to boost your productivity in your practice is getting a good night's rest. You know the feeling of trying to do work after you've had a really crappy night's rest of maybe only two or three hours. So the more sleep and quality sleep that you can get, the more fresh your mind mind is the next day for when you start to roll into that daily practice. Now we've talked a lot about different things that we can use to be more productive, but I want to make a quick note, which is to not just chase productivity for its own sake, trying to fully optimize your life. Instead, remember what the productivity is in its service of. What we're trying to do with any productivity hack that we put in place is increase our practical effectiveness within our daily practice so that we can accomplish more things. But each one of these productivity hacks are in service of pursuit of our goals. So if one of these productivity hacks that you hear about that are supposed to make you more efficient doesn't work for you towards that goal, then don't use it. Even the ones that I've mentioned here today, find out what works best for you for actually doing your work. So for your activity today, I want you to start scheduling a time that you can have a daily practice every day. Get out a calendar and time block your days creating a sanctuary for the time that you can engage in your daily practice. I also want you to think about the habits and routines that are going to help you get into that daily practice and continue to do it, and the ones that are going to hinder you or distract you from engaging in your daily practice. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course. To get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose. 
This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.